This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers. Get ready to laugh because it's a good one. <laughs> Laughing with Gingers is the podcast where two feisty redheads with loud laughs share crazy stories. We play games and spread silliness and joy everywhere. That amazing voice you hear is the girl that I can almost always convince to drink on East Coast time. (laughs) My partner in crime on the Laughing with Gingers podcast, Christina Curry. Oh, she truly is a prankster monk. <laughs> I am not just not drinking wine. I'm doing gin. Thank you, Sarah Elephant, my co-host of Laughing with Gingers. <laughs> like how you said that like it was better. <laughs> I, no, I didn't. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, I am so excited to be here today um, with all of my West Coast friends over there um, for today's episode, 50 Shades of Ginger. Ooh. <laughs> and we have a guest. <laughs> she is the one and only... Woman who can conquer any season, spring, fall, winter, summer, you name it. Jennifer Springman. Wow, that's quite the introduction. <laughs> you should have seen what she was texting me of our names combined. <laughs> She's, she called us a curry spring roll. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I know. It was cracking me up. And she's like, have you ever thought of that before? And I was like, no. I mean, I, you do. Like, I've called you a veggie wonton before. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that's actually like, accurate. We, we use pet or food pet names for each other. Yeah. When she's like, blonde, I call her lemon tart. <laughs> and that leads perfectly into introducing Tipsy Mango. Ooh, she Wait, is a fruit. Is to do? Well, you might as well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Tipsy Mango is my van that I got um, in September and have built it, um, been doing the build all by myself since then. I think I'm like 85% done. And I don't know, I'm in love with her. She's my, my rolling home and it's going so well. Um, She's a ginger. She's a ginger. She's a she absolutely is. She's bright orange. <laughs> and I am kind of convinced that Jennifer was inspired by laughing with gingers because she wanted to come on tour with us when we can go back out into the real world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. <laughs> absolutely would love to do that with you guys, but um, I don't know. That was part of the decision making. <laughs> Maybe we should say who Jen or who Ginger is, who Jennifer is. I was just gonna lead into that. Yeah, you you two should introduce who Jennifer is. Okay, so Jennifer's a friend that I've known since I was fourteen. She is a, and I'm way much older now. She's a um, my roommate also, and we've definitely talked about her a whole bunch because 
um, poor thing has to listen to me and live with me. And I am very loud and she is not very loud. (laughs) She can get loud, but I'm always loud. She's also a lichen threat, lichenotherapist, lichen thranthropist. Yeah, that was from our scary movie episode. She watched the scary movie with us, a lycanthrope. Is that what it is? Lycanthrope or, well, I don't know. I can't remember that word. <laughs> but it's Liz, it's, we need you. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what a lycanthrope is. She's like, how do I even Google that? <laughs> is a lover of werewolves? Well, yeah, like, yeah, werewolves and all the, I don't know if it's like includes vampires or in all of the supernatural stuff, but yeah, I am a not Yeah, I am a not so secret big. Lycanthrop is a humanoid wolf. Ooh, I like how they say that. Not a werewolf, but a humanoid wolf. Is there really? Yeah, they're they're in the same like world. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would say. Um, anywho, so we got some good stuff for, um, all our listeners out there. We have a game that me and Jennifer came up with called, was it Jennifer or Christina? So it's our shenanigans. And now we've turned the table. Those of you who have listened to other episodes know that Sarah is always the one who comes up with the games every single time. And this time she has to play and look (laughs) like a crazy person. (laughs) it's about time (laughs) (laughs) and I think it only appropriate to start off with Christina yelling to Jennifer the way she does when she starts a podcast (laughs) (laughs) I have to give warnings that Jennifer knows like that I am podcasting and don't come in and also I'm sorry that it's gonna be loud for the next hour (laughs) So the first time I found this out, we were recording, we were getting ready to record and Christina just screams, I'm recording a podcast. I'm sorry. And then nothing else. <laughs> and then I just shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> it's never, it's not like she's giving me an hour's warning or, you know, it's just right at the moment that she's about to start recording. <laughs> <It's been> great. <laughs> Oh, God. I love it so much. So I'm going to dive into, we flipped the script on my side, too. Um, As we mentioned, Jennifer and Christina are not only lifelong friends, but they are also roommates. Um, So I did the history report this week. If you've listened to other episodes, you know Christina (laughs) is the one that usually does the history report. And I looked up the history of co-living. Mm, I bet it's totally different now with like the pandemic. <laughs> That's true. Most of my information came from 2018. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot awesome. of it's a lot of it's applicable, I think. Um, cool. <laughs> are you ready to rock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. So co-living as a modern construct uh, traces its origins to shared a shared living model of the 19th and 20th centuries um, that formerly known as or inspired by the tenements that were in the UK, boarding houses in the US and shawls in Western India. Um, yet the ancient forms of communal living 
such as the Longhouse, date back thousands of years. It is a contemporary form that has gained prominence in recent years due to a combination of factors, including increased urbanization rates, lack of affordable housing options, and growing interest in lifestyles not dependent upon long-term contracts. Mm, That last one's very interessante. (laughs) As Christina gives her notice to Jennifer... (laughs) I have other short-term interests to pursue. (laughs) Peace out. (laughs) Um, So one of the reasons that it has gained popularity outside of those things is that a Harvard study, um, a Harvard health study shows that daily social interactions, such as those common in COVID, um, I almost said COVID living, not common in COVID living, <laughs> but common in co-living, um, can actually improve health and increase longevity. I believe it. Yeah, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. We are social. Living alone ever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we are a social species. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've never lived alone. Really, ever? Never. Wow. I've never I done it for two time. months. <laughs> really? How did I not know that about you? I don't know. <laughs> I've been alone for almost a full year once. I can't imagine living by my, I mean, I guess now, like when I looked back on it after I moved in with Philippe, my now husband, um, in like, 2009 or something I was like oh man I should have lived alone first because you mm. can't really go back from that um <laughs> without not <severing>. technically <laughs> without severing something <laughs> and um and then I was like man this is gonna be one thing I like never got to do and then but I like would have been miserable I cannot I'm not I'm an extrovert like I just can't do it <laughs> Yeah, I'm I don't an see that. But anything. I still like it, even as an introvert. Like I'm just barely an introvert. But like on the little on the test, I'm always like right in the fifty percent. But I feel like it makes me like a little bit more responsible for like taking care of the house and myself. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like Jennifer. How many days has it been since you showered? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Although with Christina, it's almost like I can just not do any of that. Like when I had different roommates that I wasn't as close with, I would be more responsible about it, I guess. I mean, that's what happens with lifelong friends, I guess. You know, you get to be your grossest, worst self and they still love you. Mm -hmm. It's true. I'm still here. (laughs) Despite the smell. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I feel like it would be a slippery slope for me because I'd be like it's three o'clock I feel like having a drink I'm just gonna like you know have a little happy hour by myself and then I would my extroverted self would be like let me call everyone I know (laughs) (laughs) so they can have happy hour with you (laughs) 
Listen, actually living with people doesn't make you more responsible in that way. Like there's been plenty of times where it's like, it's 2.30. Do you want to start drinking and hanging out, Jennifer? (laughs) Yeah, but then you're just talking to Jennifer who is participating in it with you, not calling your mom. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Are you ready for a little bit of history? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So sometime between 1933 and 1934, huge gap there. Um, (laughs) They couldn't pinpoint. (laughs) Uh, Shared living space was designed in North London, um, and they decided that they were going to offer similar amenities such as shared communal space, workspace, and things such as a laundry area. It was seen as a part of a greater effort by um, or during the intra-war period between World War One and World War Two, and this is what caused co-living spaces to emerge, um, in part because of the rising property prices. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also guessing if it was like wartime, people were like kind of coming and going. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but I did not find that, and um, I have not personally been to war, so I, I'm not really sure how that all goes. Um, co-living <laughs> appeals particularly to millennials due to rising property prices, and residents of co-living spaces typically range between the ages of 19 to 40 years old, um, which has drastically increased during um, the last few years. They are typically employees of startups, entrepreneurs, or students, which I thought yeah, was really interesting. Yeah, they're like incubators, right? The incubator idea. Yeah. Where you like gather everyone. You know what? They also have houses for those like 12 and 14-year-old influencers, like influencer houses, where they bring all the influencers together, like, you know, eight of them or whatever, and they're all like teens, tweens, and they're just like, Okay, now go come up with ideas to like post about. It's super weird. That's a s- very strange. No, yeah. it's legit. There's influencers of houses in LA. Really? Yeah. How yeah. long do they stay there? I don't know. I guess here's a contract. We'll pay you, you know, blah, 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 blah money to stay here for two months and create content every day. Do the parents stay there? Mm-mm, mm-mm, no, they just like bring these micro influencers or maybe they are more than micro. It's weird because there's been some like questionable owners of the house or owners of that like influence house as being like creepy, you know, creepy uncle f- feelings. Yeah, uh, I was thinking that. And also like, I don't know when I was in that age group, I was like, a little boy crazy, probably. Super awkward, Ooh. too. <laughs> yeah, it's a mix of boys and girls. Yeah. And I mean, ages, even if it, different ages. Yeah, like, even if it wasn't a mix of boys and girls, you know, there's still sexual There's still hormones, happening. yeah. But, and it's like a, a range of ages, too. So I feel like once they hit 18, they're not a part of the influencer house. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's no more than that. Yeah. This is a deep dive we'll have to go into on another episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
So uh, a survey conducted in various cities in India found that approximately 72% of millennials are um, co-living. So living like with a roommate. Isn't that huge? That's a lot. Yeah. And it's not just one city. It's like various cities across India. And they, I mean, that's a huge population too. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So, um, and they also found that 55% of 18 to 23-year-olds were willing to spend um, 10,000 to 15,000 rupees, which I looked it up, um, is 137 dollars to 207 dollars per month which is the cheapest thing i have ever heard of for a room (laughs) yeah i spend that on like groceries (laughs) i know and that's that's just mind-blowing to me uh part of the appeal to millennials is due to a relative reluctance to marry and or start a family due to cost. Um, There's also a high student loan cost factor. Mm. And from 2005 to 2015, there was a 39% increase for millennials living with housemates. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's so much more like socially acceptable for people like even of our age, you know, we're like 40. It's like, yeah, you have a roommate. That doesn't like, yeah, that makes sense. But like 10 years ago, maybe a 40 year old having a roommate doesn't make sense, you know, or maybe a little longer than that. But I feel like it's super normal now. Yeah, I had to think what 10 years ago was. I was like, where where were we 10 years ago? <laughs> I was 30. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got married. And, oh, you got married. There you go. <laughs> Did you have a lot of single friends that had roommates? Oh, yeah. 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 But that's at 30. I feel like the older you get, you're supposed to like not have a roommate, but also it's really nice to have a roommate. Yeah. I mean, I would if I was single, like I would want a roommate. Yeah, totally. It's more socially acceptable to not be married. Yeah. That's I a really good point. Than it was 20 years ago. Ten, mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time with what it feels like 10 years ago. I know. Mm-hmm. I have to think further back than mm-hmm. that because. Yeah, to get mm-hmm. the real feeling of the gap. Yeah. The, unfortunately, I was living in the country then. So then we go in. Then I can't translate it to living in the city. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely like way more socially acceptable to choose not to be married or to not be married. Yeah, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. I mean, even in like the more rural parts, like, um, you know, when I when I like moved in with Philippe, almost every single person I knew from high school was married. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Woo. At least 50% are divorced now, I think. <laughs> well, 50% of divorces are marriages and in divorce. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I think everyone should get to choose to be happy in the way that they are happy. And mm-hmm. everyone should make themselves happy. But I felt no pressure to get married at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go Sarah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also one of those people who like never really like fit perfectly in a slot. So I never felt the pressure to fit in a slot. Um, 
that's a redheaded thing, I guess. We never fit perfectly. And Jennifer has a redheaded heart. Wait, what were we saying? <laughs> a ginger soul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah all those that know, she is blonde, but she has a redheaded soul. Mm-hmm. My memojis, I have two. They are both gingers. Mm-hmm. It, just, <laughs> it just fits. And I pointed that out when we were texting one time and um, when Jennifer and I first became friends and <laughs> I was like, is that a redheaded emoji? And she was like, my soul is a redhead. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear from everyone who feels like their soul is a redhead out there, but maybe they didn't weren't born a redhead, but like their soul is a redhead. Like. DM us. I want to hear from you. Me too. I'm so curious about this. (laughs) I feel like there are a couple people that would consider their souls redheads. Like I think Jean would be one of those people. Yeah. She might even have a little like hint of red. I think she does. But I mean, who am I to tell? When the sun hits her. (laughs) Just right. (laughs) But who am I to tell people what their hair color is? I know. Look, you do you, Jean's hair. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to get Liz, who shall remain named our producer, to dye her hair red. Ah, Yeah. I think she'd be so cute as her I would be so down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And surprise, Christina's husband, Sean. That would be amazing. Yeah. Who's only a redhead in his face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy. Um, So I have. Where are we? What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) He's a redhead. He's a red face, not a redhead. That sounds not right. Ginger beard. Ginger beard. (laughs) That is a good pirate name. (laughs) It's a good pirate name. <laughs> Ginger Beard. <laughs> that might have to be my Halloween costume. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. I was just thinking that in my head. I'm like, I want to have a red beard and I want to go as Ginger Beard so bad. You got it should be like different kinds of ginger beard. Like one of you could be like the ginger hipster beard. And then, like, <laughs> another one could be like the ginger like mountain man beard. <laughs> oh my God. We are going to have so much fun on our Halloween episode. I can already picture it. <laughs> I mean, what about like a handlebar mustache too? I mean, that's hipster. I think, you, I think you need to have a few and have some costume changes during <laughs> the episode. Yes. Yes. I am on board with this. <laughs> oh, we already have our episode for Halloween planned out. Oh my god. <laughs> we might have to have Jennifer back on. Jennifer, what ginger beard are you gonna be? I mean, you'll find out. <laughs> I need okay. to. No, I need to workshop it. Yeah, <laughs> workshop it. And make sure we have some time. <laughs> ginger beard self. Yeah, yeah. We have we have time. We have time. <laughs> it's only February. <laughs> um, all right, Sarah. What else do you have 
So I have the different categories of co-living. Oh my God, there's cat. Well, I guess, yeah, there are. I could even come up with a bunch of categories. Yeah, I get that. Uh, there are five that okay. come in here. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, me. there is the digital nomad category of co-living, which is oriented mm. toward international travelers that value flexibility and mobility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Jennifer. Well, I've, I have spent some time as that mm-hmm. and tipsy mango lets you be that yeah if that not internationally but yes 100 percent. we got to get her on a plane we got to get her a passport <laughs> you know what would be cool i want to put her on a boat and then like like you know go to australia or yeah <laughs> let's let's start with the ferry to catalina <laughs> You're like, reel it back, reel it back. <laughs> Pull it back in, Jennifer. <laughs> I want to put her on a pirate ship and sail her to Australia. <laughs> With a ginger <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah, that's who's captaining the ship. <laughs> oh, Captain Ginger Beard. <laughs> Love it. Um, there is the business traveler category of co-living, which is oriented toward traveling workers that desire a more intentional and better designed living experience while on trips away from home. Mm-hmm. I've been that one. I have, well, I guess photographing I have because, you know, I've done a lot of like traveling photographing stuff, but usually, I mean, I've. I was a teacher before I was an entrepreneur. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. what's the difference between the traveler and the nomad? Ooh, good question. Um, let's see. So, the digital is accepts the hostile style of living, mm-hmm. um, and would also operate. Um, more successfully in a co-working space and perhaps a cafe or restaurant in the same building. Mm. Got it. And usually it ranges from one to three months. So I guess the business traveler is shorter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Got it. Good question. Cause I did skip all that info. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Liz. I can now see that Liz is in my document. <laughs> She just hopped right up to where I was reading. (laughs) Oh, I love having our producer, Liz. (laughs) There is also the cost conscious category of co-living, which um, is oftentimes priced out. uh, uh, They would oftentimes be priced out of living in a large city. um, because home prices outpace wage growth by 80% in the U.S. market. Wow. Dang, that's so terrible. That's bananas. Yeah. Holy frick. Yeah. And then there is the community-seeking category of co-living, which draws residents that truly value an intimate communal living environment. That's Liz. (laughs) (laughs) 
totally. Oh, yeah. Uh, Maybe we should have Liz quickly pop on here and explain her uh, living situation. You mean my compound? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The Missouri compound. Um, So I live next door to my sister. Bought the house at the beginning of COVID, which was actually really nice because I have one daughter, which is going to turn five on Tuesday, actually. And uh, I know, big number. So excited. (laughs) And so because of COVID, we were really lucky that she has to get to grow up with her three cousins, which are seven, eight, and 10. So, and we, between our both properties, we have half an acre of land. So we have uh, slack lines, we have zip lines, we have uh, swings, tree swings, and trampolines, and everything in between. So it's been yeah. pretty, pretty fun. <laughs> it's so perfect. Yeah, they have yeah. like a space in the fence where you just open the fence. Oh yeah, the next yeah. door, like in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and me and my husband, or you know, Sean, have done everything ourselves, and so we cut down the fence put up a door, build some steps to go down to their yard, which is like two steps. So we just literally run across from each other. And when you run out of sugar, you literally just go next door <laughs> to my sisters and be like, hey, it's not sugar anymore. It's like, hey, I need six eggs. <laughs> which we used to have chickens too. <laughs> I know, you guys did. Total yeah, compound. Yep, that's our compound. <laughs> I love it. And that's where the um, the drinking and driving the tiny people car comes from. <laughs> yeah, you guys have to scroll back on our Instagram. There's a, f- a photo we posted of Liz where she's drinking and she's in a motorized tiny toddler Jeep. <laughs> it's like the smallest Jeep. And the fact that she fits in it is so funny. That should tell you how tiny Liz is. <laughs> I'm not a very big person. <laughs> I'm a very tiny person. I'm not even five feet tall. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> I'm, I'm we four eleven. <laughs> we'll have to repost that photo. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and then there's the urban apartment category, which is oriented toward city dwellers that value convenient, community centric, and relatively affordable lifestyle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. And that's all I've got for characteristics or whatever those were uh categories those were great those were great categories you killed it (laughs) thanks Thanks. um so should we take a break and then come back play the game and then uh share the jennifer knowledge yeah jennifer can divulge what it's like to be friends with someone so loud for so long yeah, behind the scenes, Fifty Shades of Ginger inspired oh God. knowledge about what it's like to live with or be best friends for 25, 25 years, right? I don't know. 26. <laughs> 26. 26. 26. There it is, fast math. <laughs> yeah, just a little oh bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> She's going to talk racy things. I know it. I'm going to start turning red. I know it. <laughs> She's already turning red. 
I can't wait for this game though. Just to not like jump ahead of myself. I'm excited for this game. I'm excited to see how many you get, Sarah. <laughs> Liz is gonna have to keep score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. We will be right back on Laughing with Gingers with the lovely Jennifer Springman. Um amazing co-pilot in the Christina Curlery household. (laughs) (laughs) And we are back on Laughing with Gingers. We are very excited to have the one and only Jennifer Springman, who uh, controls the weather. If anyone has any complaints (laughs) right now, then (laughs) feel free to send them. Blame her. I keep expecting you to call her winter winter man. Oh yeah, that's you that does that. Yeah, every oh, that's season. why I keep. <laughs> she told when Christina told me that you call me whatever season it is. Winter, <laughs> like I'm like, I think I want that to be a thing for everyone. Because <laughs> growing up, it was all about a spring, like a spring that's you know in a couch or a mattress. So that's where my brain just like defaults to is the spring and so linking it to like a season I never thought about that's so funny because I the reason I call her all the different seasons obviously because her last name is spring man um is because I like to think she controls the weather (laughs) I kind of do (laughs) I mean she's made it really nice in California right now (laughs) I've made it snow on ski trips for my snowboarding friends a few oh, times. Oh, there you go. They bring, I don't so nice. snowboard, but they like to bring me so that it'll definitely snow and we'll have fresh powder. Mm, that's so nice of you. <laughs> See, I mean, I'm really not wrong here. Um, uh-uh. And she is also Christina's best friend since she was 14 years old and her roommate. Yay. So <laughs> she gets to see Christina in every type of crazy situation. That's accurate. <laughs> and vice versa. Uh-huh. Thank you, Jennifer. Okay. Now we're going to play a game where we're quizzing Sarah on was it Jennifer or Christina? Question mark. I think some of these you might know, Sarah, there, maybe we did a little like gimmies just to make you feel good, but it's everyone wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope not. (laughs) Now that I said that, I mean, I've certainly given you a run for your money on more than a few occasions. That's true. I have lost substantially at a lot of your games. (laughs) It's desensitized. I said this last podcast, but it's desensitized me on the like thought of losing over a virtual game. Like now I don't even care. (laughs) I mean, I do care because I want to win, but like if I lose, it's like, okay, well, it's not the worst of the world. Okay. Number one. Oh, Jennifer, you should pull up the document so you can read every other one. How do I do that? I sent it to you, but I'll send it to you. Did you email it to me? 
Um, Can you just put it in the chat? I I just need to know how you sent it. Yeah, I'll just chat it to you. Don't even stress yourself. I got you. (laughs) Okay. So the first question, who drove around smashing mailboxes with the bat? Okay, that could be either of you, but I'm going to guess Jennifer. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about this on the mom episode where my mom got like all like, Christina's a teenager, went around smashing mailboxes in broad daylight like an idiot, got caught, had to fix them. (laughs) Do you thought it was in broad daylight? (laughs) Okay, to your credit, Sarah, I was visiting my dad in California, which is the only reason that I wasn't there. And then I got back to Wisconsin and, you know, it was my boyfriend at the time and Christina, my best friend and our one other friend. It was like my whole circle. And then everyone's grounded. And I was so (laughs) mad. (laughs) It's like, you guys do this really fun thing and you're all grounded and I have no one to hang out with. whoops <laughs> we were dumb you know whatever <laughs> all right next question go jennifer okay who was the first one to dye their hair a crazy color i'm gonna go with jennifer Yay! <laughs> very accurate yep i dyed my hair purple in high school the first time. I feel like it's so much easier to dye blonde hair a crazy mm-hmm. color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's true. Mm-hmm. Like my hair, when I just got it done, it took like five hours to get color out of it. Oh my God. Sarah, yeah. literally when we bleach my hair, like because Jennifer helps me with my hair. It takes like three times longer to strip the color out than everyone else. Well, the reason, uh, think about it like laundry. Red is the hardest color to keep fresh. It is also the hardest color to get rid of once it's in something. So oh, like I didn't even la- think about it like that. Your laundry fades, but it it like won't give out, like it will still hold its main red. It's the hardest oh. color to keep and the hardest color to get rid of. I have a fun fact about red colors because I'm a painter. Cadmium red is, I I don't know if it's, I'm not going to say the most expensive pigment, but it's definitely one of the most expensive. There might be something. I don't want to, I don't want to miss fact in public audience. (laughs) Normally I just tell them the most expensive. (laughs) That's true. It is. It is. um, That's interesting. The only other color I want to say that rivaled that was when the Egyptians used to grind up those beetles to make the blue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Next question. <laughs> Who went backpacking through Europe after college graduation? These cannot all be Jennifer, but I know you lived in Paris, Christina. That's a true fact. So I'm leaning toward Jennifer because you're saying backpacking. Final answer? I'm going to go with Jennifer, but I guess you for every single one now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Me. It was me. It was me. 
<laughs> it was the classic, like living in, like put your stuff in a backpack and go live in hostels and travel around Europe. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. did that every summer while I was a teacher. Wow. Very cool. That's cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Who has, oh, wait, oh, you go, oh, yeah. you say it. <laughs> Who had sex first? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Christina. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Jennifer forgotten this fact, but I clearly remember being, I still lived at home. (laughs) And I remember taking the cordless phone and walking as far away from the house as I could until it stopped working, you know? And I was like behind a tree, like telling her all about it. Oh, that makes it so much better. (laughs) (laughs) This is still cordless phone days. (laughs) I'm now trying to choose which age you would have been, but you'll Uh, kill me if I start. I was of legal age. I was 18. It was a legal thing. (laughs) (laughs) It was a legal thing. (laughs) All right. This next one is Ago Taco. (laughs) His mom walked in on them having sex in high school. (laughs) I'm going to go with Christina. It's a trick question because it happened to both of us. (laughs) We'll give you half a point. (laughs) You were 18 when you had sex. So then I was like. It's a winter birthday. She turns like she's always older than everyone like else. Like way sooner than everyone else. When is your birthday, Jennifer Spring? I'm not till summer. So I turn 18 right after I graduated. So you are a summer woman. I was 17, technically, but Christina's six months older than me. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now everyone knows everything. 50 shades of ginger. <laughs> Jennifer is turning red. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. You want to read the next one? (laughs) Is it my turn? I think so. Okay. Who got their driver's license taken away? Uh, Is this by the law or by a parent? Officially got their license taken away. And wait. And turned into the DMV. I so, feel like that has to be Christina because she just started to argue the technicality. Damn it! Yeah, she totally gave it away. <laughs> damn it! It was me. I don't even get a point for that. Christina gets a minus one for that. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Christina, tell a oh. story. So good. I well, we got we got pulled over by the cops for me. Okay, I was riding with, I was driving, and it was Jennifer and her boyfriend at the time, and we got we were smoking pot like all high schoolers do, and we got pulled over by the cops, and he had a bong that he had homemade, like he handmade this bong, and he threw it in the glove compartment like an idiot, and he's like. And it ended up being a headlight that was out. And the cop was like, whatever, just like have your parents fix it. Here's a fix it ticket, right? So I get home and I tell my parents what happened. They go to get 
get the registration out of the glove box, guess what they find? A bong <laughs> the next day because he forgot to get it out like an idiot. So my parents were so upset that my mom drug me to the DMV and she's like, um, okay, you know what to do. And I pull out my ID and I hand it over to the DMV lady. And she looks at me and is like looking at the license and was like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's like, she would like to give that back to you. And my mom grabs my arm and we walk out of the DMV. <laughs> It was mortifying. (laughs) Jail for the win. (laughs) And I don't even have my license yet. She was the only one with her license. This ruined everything for everyone. (laughs) It was the worst. (laughs) How did you get it back? Honestly, I was trying to remember how I got it back. But I think the reason I got it back is because we were moving to California like later that year or super soon. And they were like, okay, you need to start driving again to get practice because California is like super crazy, right? On the roads. So I don't know if I went back to the DMV and was like, can I have my license back? (laughs) You probably had to reapply at least, but maybe not pass the test again. I, I do know I had to take it in California. I had to redo the driver's test in California. Yeah, that's normal. That's just a oh, cheap okay. thing. But in to get your license back in Wisconsin, you probably just had to be like lost ID. Because like, what would that DMV worker done with your license? <laughs> I'm sure we walked out and she's like, what the hell? She just she- threw it in the garbage and was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I always wonder what some, like, Turned in by parents folder. <laughs> she probably still tells that story. Probably. Totally. Oh my god. Totally. <sighs> All right. I next have... question. <clears throat> Is it my? You tried smoking pot first. I'm gonna go with Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's they accurate. don't think this anymore, but Christina's parents thought that I was the bad influence getting their perfect little daughter into all the trouble. <laughs> then they moved to California and she got in worse trouble and they realized yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, whoa, it was our daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, she's her own person making her own decisions. <laughs> How odd. <laughs> Who knew? It was always the friend's fault. Oh, totally. That it's so easy to blame the friends. Okay. Who moved 18 times before high school even started? Can I ask a clarifying question? Yeah. Uh, like, our producer no. said no. Our producer <laughs> said no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with Liz. <laughs> no, you have to answer. <laughs> I am five foot five. I will come over there. <laughs> bring it. She just gave me the bring it. <laughs> I don't know who I'd bet on. It's like she's four foot eleven, a pure badass. <laughs> yeah. I grew yeah. up in the ghetto, okay? Yeah. I grew up in the ghetto. And she's got all those sisters, like, you know. <laughs> I grew up in the country, though. Yeah. 
That's actually accurate. <laughs> Sarah grew up in the country. It's a little rugged too. <laughs> Different kind of ghetto. <laughs> One day, I really think you guys should get to the bottom of this. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 I'm hosting and we're touring in Tipsy Mango, and we'll bring Liz along, and we'll have some sort of in the middle of the desert like throwdown. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> Liz will definitely fit, though, wherever, however we travel. <laughs> Those are some fun ones. <laughs> She'll fit in wherever we travel. <laughs> Find me a little cubby. I'm good. <laughs> oh, God, it's hilarious. Okay. Um, wait, you have to answer. Yeah, you didn't even answer. <laughs> 18 times before high school. Um, I'm gonna guess Christina. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's accurate. Mm-hmm. But it was. What was your question though? Now I want to know what was your oh, question. Oh yeah, what, what was your terrifying question? <laughs> if it was uh, across state lines. Oh, that's a good one because it was. Well, not all eighteen. It couldn't have been. You've only lived in three states. Five. Yeah. Or- you consider three states your home states. Yeah. Because I live more in like formidable years than those three states, but I've lived in five. Yeah. Our that's our cray cray. They moved to was they lived in Wisconsin for what three years and then they they moved while there to a different house. Like, yeah, we the the 18 is just in different cities. Within the cities, we also moved like one or two times as well. So, like, 18 is just the different cities, but there's, like, even more moves in there. It's ridiculous. I think I only lived in two houses when I lived with my parents. Whoa. I mean, that's kind of normal. Yeah, that's normal. Not to me, (laughs) but, yeah, that's normal. You're right. Nope. Perspective, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) Totally normal. Because we lived in one place until I was, like, six or nine and then we moved to the other house and then they moved when I was in college but I never lived at home again Mm -hmm. and your parents are still together Mm -hmm. that helps with the less moving too Mm -hmm. but Uh, mine are together (laughs) your parents are just crazy like they like they cannot sit still (laughs) no like they lived on a boat for a while I thought that would last they can just keep moving the house but no (laughs) Change it up. <laughs> yeah, it didn't last. <laughs> oh, okay, next question. Okay. This is like, okay, who rolled down a hill head first to be like Princess Bride? <laughs> <laughs> That's Jennifer. Ah! <laughs> you know, I'm proud that you were so confident that you knew that was me. <laughs> <laughs> It was a steep dirt mound, and she hurt herself. Yeah, this wasn't that long ago. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was within the last. Few- this was a few years ago, and I was like in the process of getting my second yoga certification. Maybe, maybe. I don't know, and then I injured my shoulder pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of messed with everything for a while and still comes back, but I'm so proud that I did it. I've always. <laughs> <wanted to do> <laughs> it. 
Okay, bonus, bonus here. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that she yelled, as you wish, <laughs> as she did it. I might I don't remember. Well, I might have only said it in the beginning, and then the reality of what was happening to me set in. I'm not actually sure if I was able to say it while Cyrus holding. I'm just being honest. Full transparency. It was a steep hill, you guys. It was a lot more than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. Yeah. Like, it was deep. It was a mound of dirt. Let's be honest. It was a mound pile of dirt. It wasn't yeah. like a long rolling. So no, it was not as cliff like they actually roll off. Like that's too much. It was a pile of dirt. That was really tall. <laughs> yeah. Really tall. Anyways, oh, right now, God. now I feel less proud of this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who dated their coworker at their fast food job in high school? Christina. Okay, trick question. Trick question. Both. Both of us. You get that point, though. You get that point. Restaurant, and we both dated our coworker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next question. Who continued to have a habit of dating their coworkers? Christina. (laughs) Damn it! That's accurate. <laughs> yep. And then you married one. Then I married one. Yep. <laughs> For 11 years. <laughs> How else do you meet people as an adult? You know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Clearly, you did something a little better. I mean, I don't know better, but different. You had a different approach, Jennifer. <laughs> I did have a different approach. I, I feel also, like yours you met at bars. <laughs> I also have been working for myself for 12 years, so I have no coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> that puts a hindrance on your date. Well, at least for me, a hindrance on my dating life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slowed down for you. <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> Oh, I only like to dip my pen and company ink, apparently. (laughs) So accurate. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. My eyes will not stop watering, y'all. Mine are watering, too. Gingeries. That's what's known as gingeries. (laughs) Who's up with the next question? That's it. That's, That's it. it. We're out of questions. That's it. We ended on the coworker note. <laughs> it's really anticlimactic. You didn't say great job, Sarah, or anything. You didn't acknowledge the game. I actually the- don't. <laughs> I don't know how you did. Producer, can you tell us how she did? So uh, Sarah came in with one wrong answer and a nine correct 9.5. Correct answers. <laughs> but you guys went back on uh, giving her a 0.5 for the other one. So, and Christina has a negative one. <laughs> and now Christina has a negative one. <laughs> Even though she didn't play. <laughs> I did write that down as well. I just want to let you know that it's on the record. 
right man we did bad we didn't stumper at all I know I thought we would I just I I don't know Jennifer as well as I will eventually know Jennifer but I have a good (laughs) idea of who Jennifer is (laughs) that was I very eloquently put All right. Good job, Sarah. Way to win that game. (laughs) Terrible job, Christina. Way to like come in as a loser of a game that you created. (laughs) Jennifer, Jennifer, you're neutral. (laughs) Way to wrap it up, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) Great summation, Christina. (laughs) Thanks. 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 Um, so a little uh, 50 shades behind the uh, ginger co-living. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, are you ready for? Uh, I'm certainly ready. Okay. So as everyone knows, I'm sure Christina's the loudest person in the world. <laughs> Sarah. Only to be matched by Sarah. <laughs> I mean, you say that. <laughs> And actually, Sarah, I would love to know if, like, you've experienced any of these types of things with your friends. Okay. (laughs) Um, So we have the pain rule where I'm not allowed to shush her or say anything unless it's causing physical pain. (laughs) (laughs) I hate being shushed. It is my pet peeve. That is so interesting. That is not a pet peeve of mine. Um, We actually have a code word that Philippe uses with me for when I need to, like, stop talking or stop being so loud. Um, And it has a positive connotation. This is not the word, but something like bubbles. Um, Mm. and you use it in a sentence so that it's not super obvious to the person that you're like the other people that are around. Okay. We need to do that. Yeah. That's (laughs) such a good idea. You hate being asked to be quieter. Mm -hmm. So that's actually coming out of the 50 shades of ginger because this is where we say everything. (laughs) It can be very frustrating because I I don't want to hurt her feelings. I love her. I know that she doesn't like to be shushed. And she actually just recently in the last, uh, you know, couple years went through a owning her loudness phase. And I didn't (laughs) think it was possible, but she got louder. (laughs) And I think I'm out of that phase now. Yeah, you are. You are. But and as her best friend, I wanted to support her growth and her blossoming. (laughs) (laughs) It's also like sometimes it's really inappropriate to be that loud. Yes. And that is exactly why we have a code word. Because later when I realize I was super loud for whatever reason, then I start to like feel really bad. And I'm like, why didn't you say anything? And Philippe's like, why well, didn't want to hurt your feelings? Mm-hmm. So pro tip. And it always, it has to have a positive connotation, like candy or like something, like, you know, something that like makes you feel happy and light. Um, otherwise you resent it as much as being shushed eventually. 
I, love I can it. see that happening. That's a good pro tip. Yeah. Really <laughs> From know. one loud person. To- <laughs> Why aren't these things talked about? Like, let's get loudness <laughs> out in the open, guys. Let's normalize this conversation. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Well, so here's something that happens on the regular. So we go camping a lot in, in groups and I will be like, maybe I'm like in a different part or like off on a little wander by myself as my little introverted self does sometimes. And wondering like, Oh my God, is the group being too loud? (laughs) And it's like, is the mute can't even hear the music. The one thing that can be heard from the distance is Christina's laugh. (laughs) But on the same note, it can be, it has guided me home before. Like, (laughs) go towards the sound. (laughs) Christina, your laugh is a guiding light. Yes, yes. The wayward travelers. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, it totally is. You're welcome, wayward travelers. <laughs> also, any axe murderers that might be out in the floor. Ah! <laughs> hey, now, hey, now, don't put that in my head. I take it back. <laughs> don't make my weather bad. <laughs> I was close. I almost did. <laughs> we already have an inch of ice. Don't get worse. Okay, I've got two more things. One thing, which I don't know if she knows about. This is like revealing. Oh, God. I have learned over the years to, it's not that big of a deal, but I have learned over the years that to strategize about like, if we're going out to brunch and we have a group of people like going out to eat at restaurants so restaurant seating. Like I cannot sit near her. And I don't think I've ever told you. I purposefully mm, I have no idea. go to the opposite end of the table because I'm soft-spoken. And <laughs> there will be, I'll end up just sitting there like, well, I'm never going to be able to be heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I feel so bad. No, don't feel bad. I I figured it out. And I never told you again because I don't want to be hurting your feelings. <laughs> it makes so, sense, though. Well, it works better because what I do at restaurants is I'm the person that will have a one-on-one conversation with the person sitting next to me. Christina's the person who's going to tell a story for the whole group. <laughs> I can't – it's not that I don't want to. It's just literally – well, that's another thing that I didn't have on my list. The throwing my voice thing. I've asked for like, I will be walking. I don't know, wherever we are. Maybe we're on a hiking, hike. Yeah, hiking. Yeah. And there's a group far away. And I yell for someone repeatedly. And I, Christina's walking next to me. And they, they literally yell. ignore her. And I'm like, Christina, can you just yell for them? And then they hear her autom- immediately and turn around. Mm-hmm. Like, I oh. literally can't throw yeah. my voice. She can't. She can't. So... Th- this leads perfectly into one thing that I have always joked about with uh, Jennifer and Christina since I found out that Jennifer is quiet. And it is that Christina, like Ariel the mermaid, um, or reverse, in this yeah. case, Jennifer yeah. would be Ariel. Ursula. Yeah, I'm Ursula. Ursula and stole her voice. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're hot, Ursula, though. You know, when she like goes on land and looks all. Oh, good. yeah. You're definitely hot, Ursula. <laughs> Thank you. Thank You're you. Hot. Yeah. I don't I have a love, bunch of tentacles. <laughs> I love Ursula. And I, when we had Disney Princess Day when I was a teacher, I was Ursula. Nice. <laughs> I made my own costume. Of course you did. That makes so much sense. Yeah. You poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Oh god. I okay, love it so last much. but definitely not least, and the most applicable to laughing with gingers because oh, it god. happens like way more with this podcast is probably mostly when the pot. No, it happens all the time, but I have had every single client of mine, like every single regular client of mine ask me what that noise is in the background. And this is with, I'm in my, I'm in my room. She's in her room and all the doors are closed. She's down. She's at the opposite end. (laughs) And I just have to be like, yeah, that's my roommate. Maybe she's, you know, recording a podcast or yeah, that's my roommate. She just laughs really loud. She's on a call. (laughs) She's just talking to herself. (laughs) It's like, it's because it sounds like she's right there. I'm sorry. Like, don't be sorry. It's a guiding light to those who are lost in the dark. Listen, I am promoting our podcast all day, hour a day. Okay, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy, that is the greatest. Thing. <laughs> you know that this has actually probably been more problematic specifically since Christine and I became friends. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> or probably not, actually. <laughs> Just more frequent. Like, maybe. <laughs> I mean, in terms of like online calls being interrupted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it, the frequency is probably higher. Yeah, the frequency is probably higher of how often there is like uproarious laughter going on. <laughs> Christina's always wearing a headset. So she never, Jennifer can't hear me. <laughs> no, right. Hear. No, I've listened to all of your podcasts, but only Christina's portion. <laughs> <laughs> that count? <laughs> Oh, God. I guess it half counts. <laughs> Get a yeah. half point. <laughs> yeah. 70%. <laughs> that's not true. You listen to one episode like three times. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, the pun episode. Mm-hmm. She's listened to it like three times. It's really funny. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Who doesn't like a good pun? Yeah, exactly. I am made of puns and dad jokes. That's what fuels me every day. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> um, oh, God. All right. Is that it? Are we done? Or are we not done? I don't even know. 
I I think we should wrap on that. I think that was a good note to land on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, thank you, Jennifer. Fall. I mean, what season are we in? Winter <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm so happy that you could join us today and air our dirty laundry. <laughs> Always. And thank you to all our listeners out there for joining us on Laughing with Gingers. And Jennifer, uh, soon to be Springman, what would you like? <laughs> is there anything you would like to plug? <laughs> oh, anything that I would like to plug? I mean, maybe my Tipsy Mango, but it's a uh, hashtag Tipsy Mango to find me would be the easiest, probably. Because mm-hmm. I've pretty much taken over that hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> You own it. Go you. Tipsy Mango owns it. Yeah. (laughs) Follow her adventures. Yeah. My adventures and my van build for anybody who's uh, interested in that kind of thing and how to get started, how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be doing a webinar in March on, you know, hashtag van life, how to get started. So yeah, follow Tipsy Mango and you can learn how to start your own van conversion. Jennifer is like legit super knowledgeable and did everything by herself. She did all the research, all the work. It's incredible. Like I knew she had it in her, but it's still really impressive to see. And I knew nothing when I started. So the whole point is, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. She knew nothing. Mm -hmm. If you're starting at point zero. Yeah. It's such a good point, Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah. I am really excited to eventually see Tipsy Mango in person. Um, once you get that, uh, tow along super cute camper that you're going to put on there. <laughs> Just the laughing and gingers, laughing with gingers can come on the road with me. Yeah. We'll be in our own little tiny trailer behind you. <laughs> you're towing. Oh my gosh. That's It's kind of impressive that Jennifer just got startled, given how loud we were just talking about Christina being. (laughs) Why do I have an alarm set for 4 p.m.? I don't know. It's super weird. (laughs) How does that happen? Uh, Okay. Oh, boy. Get that heartbeat back, but that's okay. Anyways, yeah. What was going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you all for joining us on Laughing with Ginger. <laughs> um, we are so excited that you all listen to our silly podcast where two feisty redheads who happen to have very, very loud laughs, and one of us happens to be very loud in general, one of us just medium loud in general. Uh Not like accurate. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Love to share crazy stories, play games, spread silliness and joy wherever they go. <laughs> follow us on laughing or follow us on Instagram at laughing with gingers. We'll post the photos from the stories that we shared today. Maybe some of the photos. <laughs> the Liz driving the little van or the little. Yeah, Jeep we definitely van. are going to share that because it's adorable. <laughs> Um, and by by we we mean Liz will share because she's I know. <laughs> I'll try and share some myself, Liz. I promise. 
Yeah, right. Gave me a throwback picture of Christina and me in high school. (gasps) Yes. Good call, Jennifer. We'll do that. Let me tell you. Oh (laughs) my gosh. Please, a carousel through the years would be. We could do a carousel. I think that even already exists. It was for your birthday. I did a happy birthday Instagram, Jennifer. And she crushed it. I did. That was like a year ago. Yeah, I probably I, I don't think I would have seen that. I don't know. I don't know. I'll what pull some. We'll do a carousel for show. Because I didn't know Jennifer at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be our friend anniversary soon, Jennifer. Oh my god, Sarah remembered. <laughs> You can also send us funny stories, episode ideas, or just anything that might make us laugh on our Instagram at Laughing with Gingers or reach out to us on Gmail at Laughing with Gingers at Gmail. You can also support us on Patreon and get access to all kinds of goodies there, including some merch. We have different membership levels. So check us out at patreon.com slash laughing with gingers. It is loads of fun, and we're toying around with um, adding some more fun stuff there, too. Wink, wink. (laughs) Eyebrows raise, eyebrows raise. Eyebrows raise for those that are not watching us (laughs) because it's a podcast. (laughs) All right. Tune into Laughing with Gingers next week for more fun times, and I will keep stealing Christina's lines from this script. (laughs) bye guys bye (laughs) part of the boundless audio podcast network